I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I am Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And you may notice that my partner in crime is missing. We've got Stephen, one of our uh, explorers with us today. So Stephen and I are going to introduce and then Sierra is going to cut in and we're going to have a couple different interviews for exhibitors and different folks to come check out tomorrow at the Crime Prevention Summit. So Stephen, tell us about yourself and about the Explorers program. Well, my name is Stephen Torres, as you may know. I'm 18 years old. I attend Waco High. Um, the reason I wanted to be an explorer was because I was raised in a predominantly, like, I'm not going to say anti-police household, but more in a, in a household that didn't necessarily respect law enforcement and were like, oh, you see them, they're only going to, you know, hurt minorities and that's all they want to do is genocide us. So I, you know, as young, being younger, I believed it. And so when I, when I got a little older and I started to think for myself, I decided that, you know, what, I'm going to see the other side of it. And here I am now, a lieutenant. Okay, so... You're a lieutenant with the Explorers. Yes, sir. What does that mean? It means we, so our rank structure is we have a captain, and then we have a lieutenant, and then we have two sergeants, and then the rest are just Explorers. I'm the second in command, so when the captain's not here, I take control over the thing besides Officer Martinez and, okay. um, and Officer Smith here. But <laughs> then I take control over it, and you know, I make sure that everyone's following directions, orders, and stuff like that. Awesome. So. That's probably why you got picked for the interviews, because the captain's not here tonight? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, you've got experience with interviews. You've done some cool things with the Explorers. So mm -hmm. what is the Explorer program for people that may not know? So the Explorer program is funded by Learning for Life Boy Scouts of America for people, boys and girls, ages 14 through 21. Basically, what I like to say is it teaches you how to be a responsible young adult, law-abiding citizen, you know, and you get to do some cool things in it as well. Heck so, yeah. That's very pretty, fun. That's a good description of it. Um, so you guys are going to be at the Crime Prevention Summit, right? Yes, sir. You're going to be helping out, and then some of you guys will have a booth if people are interested, right? Yes, sir. So who can apply? Who can look into it? Really, honestly, if you're really any kid between the ages of 14, 14 through 21, and if you have any more questions, then you got to call Martinez on that one. <laughs> But if, if, like, a kid wanted to meet with you, someone high school to 21, um, look for you in a shirt similar to this mm -hmm. on Saturday? Yes, sir, they can. What got you into the Explorer program? Mm -hmm. How has your opinions or your thoughts on police been impacted by your involvement with the program? Well, I can honestly say that being, you know, to the naked eye and to the untrained eye, many police... Many police encounters that may be recorded to the untrained eye, many people may not understand it, but being in this program has helped me look through, you know, look through and be like, okay, well, this was necessary in order to prevent this from happening, or he did this because this was going to happen. And it just changed my outlook on it because I was able to see that, you know, it's not only about chasing criminals and running lights and sirens down the side of the road. It's more about paperwork and sitting through long seminars <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, just overall, you know, overall, just more into depth about it. Depth about it, not only about you know, and it's not all fun and games. Sometimes you know, I've been to two police officers' funerals now, and I can say those are one of the hardest things you can go through. Definitely. And I'm not even in law enforcement yet, so. Yeah, but I mean, you're still 
you're involved. You're here mm -hmm. every week. You're here probably a lot more than that because we, we always get you guys on board for volunteering mm -hmm. for things. Um, what are some things that you've done through the Explorer program? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's okay. a lot. Um, I can honestly say the things that I've done is just, you know, engage with the community a lot more. You know, help with, you, you know, like the police memorial run. Yeah. Help, you know, help them, you know, help a lot of people with, you know, coming, helping a lot of people who may not see, you know, who that, you know, we're involved with the community a lot. And, you know, one of the things that I have done is, you know, just being there and showing everybody that, you know, a face like mine can get involved in stuff like this. Awesome. So I know you guys have done some competitions. COVID's kept me from being able to to go be a part of one of those, but obviously you guys do a lot of competitions. Mm -hmm. uh, wh what do those look like? So the competitions, in my opinion, are very, very fun. I've only been to one so far because COVID, you know, came yes. and messed everything up. But Yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, one of the you know, when we go to competition, it's basically based around scenarios that we do here at the police department and in Explorers, um, from, you know, family violence to building searches to crime scene, all kinds of things, you know, and it's more based around making sure that, you know, when you get there and you're training, this, the competition is more about based if you actually got it and, and you can do it efficiently. So the competitions are kind of a, a test of your skills on basic police tactics and yes, investigations and yes, that kind of thing? Okay. To be a part of this program, um, you had to go through... Like a, you had to fill out an application, mm -hmm. background check, and then you guys get CJIS trained. So you kind of have a higher expectation put upon you. Yes, sir. How has that impacted your life? Like, how does that change things for you in school and what you do outside of school? Well, for one, it people, my teachers know, because certain people like to, you know, tell the world about things. So a lot of teachers have seen me in uniform and, you know, participating in things like this. So... I'm held to a higher expectation than most of my peers. I'm expected to be on class on time, have hard, keep straight A's, and you know, overall just keep a good appearance because not only does my appearance and my actions affect myself now, they affect the police department as a whole and you don't want to go out there and you know, act crazy and like you don't know anything's going on because then that reflects on the police department and you know, Especially with the current climate going on around policing, it makes it just like, oh, that's how they are training them and stuff like that. That's awesome because, you know, that's a big expectation and that's a lot of pressure for you to not mm -hmm. do anything inappropriate if you're representing us. And that's, that's cool to hear that you feel the weight of that and mm -hmm. take it to heart. Being in high school still, do you see that these expectations that people have for you have kind of guided you or challenged you to be different than your peers yes and it has a lot like I can tell you so many stories of kids getting arrested for drug possession in my school make kids bring guns to school and you know overall I can tell you so many stories of you know just kids falling on the wrong path and the explorers has I'm thankful because these expect these expectations have kept me on the right track you know teachers see me in the hallways they're questioning what are you doing in here You're supposed to be in class mr. police officer or, you know, just, just making sure that, you know, I'm keeping on what I'm keeping, you know, 
on track, so I'm not, I don't fall on the wrong path. Like an accountability. Exactly. Uh, sorts. So like, you know, my, uh, I have many of my teachers, you know, even though they're, I can tell you so many teachers, even though their beliefs don't necessarily align with mine, they still make sure that I am able to achieve my dream of being a law enforcement, even if they may not like law enforcement, or even if they may not feel that law enforcement is necessary or with the current climate stuff like that they make sure that i'm able to attain uh achieve my dream of being in law enforcement one day that's awesome they may not agree with what you're wanting to do mm -hmm. but they support you and exactly encourage you to do it yes sir so that's cool to have what would you tell somebody that's you know contemplating getting in the explorer program do it do it do okay. it don't hesitate don't worry about the opposition don't worry about what people will say about you and they don't have to want to get into law enforcement like you do no. they could just be curious about the program and exactly so i've had two friends who've gone through the program and they've went to college and I, if i remember correctly one went to one went to college to be a professor and the other i forgot what the other one went to be but i you don't know just because you're an explorer doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in law enforcement you know it, i mean if you did it'll help you a lot it'll push you through a lot more but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in law enforcement just like Joe TC doesn't mean you have to serve in the military. Okay. That's a good comparison because I'm sure a lot more high schoolers are familiar with JROTC because mm -hmm. they see it every day. Yes. And this is another extracurricular activity that puts you down a, a good path instead of a, mm -hmm. you know, a negative path. Yes, sir. Awesome. Any last thoughts or anything you want to say to anybody that might be thinking about Explorers or coming to the summit on Saturday? Ask as many questions as you can. Okay. There's a lot of valuable information that you can get again from just talking with people, explorers, police officers, because there's a lot of a lot of our explorers here come from many different paths. And at the end of the day, we're all here for each other, regardless of our political beliefs, regardless of our backgrounds, regardless of our economic status, regardless of anything. And there are a lot of police officers who are exactly like that. They're still brothers and sisters in blue at the end of the day. Heck yeah. And um, something that I've noticed watching you guys, um, even when new people come on, it doesn't take long for you guys to click and become a very tight knit group and, you know, start poking fun at each other and <laughs> yeah. holding each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a, a couple things like putting your hands in your pockets. You're not going to be allowed to do if you do join the explorers <laughs> and they're going to call you out before officer Martinez and I ever notice it. And, uh, certain you know, words. Yeah, there's, it's just, it's awesome to see that bonding between you guys. Yes, so uh, I highly recommend the program for anybody with a kid that's, or a child that's between 14 and 21, or anybody that's got questions about law enforcement that's a young adult, um, mm -hmm. definitely come check out the program. And if you don't have any more thoughts for us, I'm going to say, and Sierra's probably going to say it a couple times after me, and I know I'm going to say it again later, but uh, come meet us and talk to us at the Crime Prevention Summit at Knox Hall on Saturday, uh, tomorrow morning, or really all day tomorrow. Come check us out. Come meet with us and uh, learn some crime prevention techniques and see some of our fantastic exhibitors we're going to have. 
Well, it's that time of year again, and it's the time where we search for new recruits to join our police department team. The Waco Police Department's civil service test is scheduled for March 19th. This is a day where a written and physical test is complete that you have to pass to start the process in becoming a Waco police officer. Before the civil service test is taken, you must complete an online application that you can find on our website, wacopolice.com. The deadline to complete that application is March March 1st. And for any questions, you can call our personnel unit at 254-750-7510. Thank you, AJ. Now we are here with Sergeant Zaboral, who you guys might remember. He came on our very first episode of Waco PD on the Beat. So welcome back. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, and it's kind of shocking, like, oh, really? You're going to have the same person back, you know, more than once? But uh, yeah, we are. Because I'm super awesome. You're super awesome. And also, people are still burglarizing <laughs> vehicles. And so he's going to be at the Crime Prevention Summit on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you're going to be giving a little presentation on BMVs, which is, what's BMV stand uh, for? Burglary Motor Vehicle. Okay, yes. good. Now we got that out of the way yes. for, for people to know. So, yes. so uh, talk a little bit about um, your presentation. What, what are you going to be doing? So not just breaking into cars, but homes, buildings, storage facilities, um, theft in general and stolen vehicles and what constitutes a vehicle and we're going to cram a lot of information in a short period of time. Yeah, these presentations, they're about 30 minutes long, So, uh, but it's really good that these presentations are happening. I was excited to know that you guys would be coming out and giving different topics. Uh, why is it so important that you come out and you be a part of this? Because we, Waco Police Department, care about our victims and I don't like bad guys. I don't like thieves. And I want to help you guys protect yourselves. Uh, it also reduces crime, and it makes my job easier. I like an easy job. Yeah. Now, I know we've talked about BMVs before, obviously, very first mm-hmm. episode we had, and burglaries in general. How, I mean, it's not stopping since no. we've talked about it. Actually, in the month of January, you know, Unfortunately, crime's gone up a little bit in that department, so... Mm, I'm uh, just being notified of that. <laughs> come on, you don't want... You, you see the cases that come in. Yeah, I in. do, I do. You, you have a lot. I see them on your desk. Yes. You've got a stack of them. So, um, yeah, just talk about how it, it doesn't stop. It, there, there's there's no, no end to this. It, there's not. Um, the bad guys are going to keep victimizing people who are allowing it to happen. Uh, crimes of opportunity are out there everywhere, and mm-hmm. we want to try and thwart that and and keep them off the streets and keep them from taking your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that's why the the big push for this crime prevention summit is to prevent that crime or, or deter it from happening, you know. And so why is it so important or, or, or what can some people do to, you know, prevent maybe their car or their home being burglarized? Oh, dude, you're totally taking away from the thunder of my class. Oh, okay. Only give me just a taste. A little taste. Um, how about... Uh, Locking our vehicles or removing valuables out of our vehicles. Just because you think it's hidden, it's not hidden. The bad guys will get in your car and get your stuff quicker than you can imagine. Yeah, it's it's the simplest <clears throat> thing, too, that people don't realize. Like you said, locking your car, locking your door. Why don't people do that? I mean, People get in a hurry. Yeah. Um, people a lot of times don't think they're going to be victims. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen to me. It's somebody else. Well... Crime doesn't care. They're going to hit anybody and everybody. No, no. And, and and how often would you say that you're seeing cases come 
to you in your in your unit? Oh, daily. I mean, multiple cases daily, mm -hmm. uh, and that's just all burglaries, cars, homes, uh, buildings, all that. Plus stolen vehicles. Right. Please don't leave your car running and unattended. Running and unattended. How often does that happen? Pretty A often? lot. Really? And I have some actual case studies I'll be presenting okay. in the class and what has happened to those vehicles oh, since wow. then. Okay. So do you know, I, I, I don't remember what time your class is, you know? So I've got the same class twice. Uh, I believe the first one starts at 10, from 10 to 10.30, and I believe the second one is from 2.30 to 3. Okay, okay, very good. So you'll be doing it twice. That'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. So those it, who can't come in the morning might be able to come in the afternoon. Yep, bring your family. I'm going to bring my little mini-me with me, uh, my <laughs> son. Oh, he's 14, but... So he's going to be there, and there's going to be a lot of great vendors, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're really excited. And why, why did you want to be a part of this event? Man, anything to reduce crime, to educate the public, um, help me help you help me. Right, so, right. yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't like bad guys. Mm -hmm. I don't like thieves. Mm -hmm. And if this will help you guys... Let's do it. Right, absolutely. Now you mentioned crime of opportunity. Mm -hmm. What you know to, to you know the uh, you know community member here might not know what that means. What what is a crime of opportunity? So we see a lot of burglaries um, from vehicles where I just have in plain view of my car a laptop or some valuable, and the car door is unlocked. They're just going to walk by it, check the door handle. Oh, hey, there we go, and they'll just take it. Or weed eaters sitting in the the bed of a truck or on a trailer not secured they're just going to grab it and walk off and just get you in the can yeah i, I will say that ever since i started here at the <clears throat> department even in, in the mornings it's been cold in the mornings people like to run their cars <laughs> yes. they, like to heat, they like to warm them up yes Come on. yes we can't do that now no 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 oh mm. you, you can but you risk losing your car yeah and i show a good picture of what happens to one that uh they warmed it up before they were leaving work at night mm -hmm. and what happens. Ooh. And situational awareness is a big thing. And I know a couple of officers are doing some presentations that are going to cover mm -hmm. situational awareness, being aware of your surroundings. Yeah, we have multiple presentations <clears throat> that will be over, uh, you know, human trafficking. And we're also going to be, you will be there for the burglary side of it. Uh, we've got a lot of different uh presentations that you guys are going to be able to join. Usually all of them are going to be about 30 minutes long, be all day. If you guys and everyone else presenting at this summit, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of information they don't even realize is so easy to, like you said, just bring your laptop inside. Don't yeah. put it underneath the seat yeah. or hide it or put a jacket over it. I mean, if I see a jacket in the back seat, odds are. Yeah. Something, Something's under it. Something's cool is under that, right? Especially holiday seasons when you're Christmas shopping and leaving those packages in plain view in your cart. Lock them in your trunk. Mm -hmm. uh, just don't give them a reason to look in your car. Right, right. Now, do you, I know, of course, we say the holiday season usually is kind of when it picks up. But for you, as far as burglaries go, it's kind of an all-year thing, right? Yes, year-round. We can always tell when the uh, Baylor students are in session during school because they pick up then. Um, they are always leaving stuff unlocked, opened, out, sitting on their porches. Yeah, I do notice parking garages is kind of a big yes. hit sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of cars 
bad guys know Baylor kids have money or their parents have money, and they're always going to have cool little gadgets and gizmos in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, I, I am excited for your presentation. Uh, anything, maybe to those people who might not be able to make it, but they are listening to this podcast, what's one thing that you would just tell them as they uh, you know, work to prevent crime and prevent from becoming a victim in their life? Um, lock up your stuff, secure it, and look out for one another. Um, look out for your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors. Um, because maybe they'll look out for you if you're looking out for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sergeant Z, thank you so much. Looking forward to it. One more time, give those times for your presentation. Uh, 10 to 10.30 and 2.30 to 3. All right. Well, Sergeant Z, thank you very much. And let's bring it back to AJ, who is talking to another one of our vendors. Want to help solve crime in your neighborhood? Well, the Neighborhood Camera Initiative is something you might want to sign up for. Ring doorbells, nest cameras, and all the other camera security systems installed on homes and businesses that are facing public areas are tools that could help our officers solve very important crimes. By signing up your camera or cameras in the Neighborhood Camera Initiative, it allows our officers' knowledge to where these cameras are, and if a crime had happened, it could have possibly saw the incident in question. You can sign up your camera on the City of Waco website at wacopolice.com. Hey guys, this is Officer AJ Smith, Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County, and today we've got one of our exhibitors for the upcoming Crime Prevention Summit tomorrow, and this is JT Bice with Kanos Technologies, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about what you do and, and sure. how that affects our community. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, so uh, I think that um, we're, we're very excited to participate in uh, the, the first annual crime summit, or crime prevention summit, I guess I should say. <clears throat> we're very excited to participate in the first annual crime prevention summit. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, all ready to go. We're going to have uh, a team of about four or five guys over there on Saturday. Awesome. So what exactly are you guys going to be showing off, talking about, and kind of give a little rundown on what your company is? Yeah, sure. So Kanos Technologies is a technology service provider uh, or a managed service provider. We've been called both, Um, but we support the IT uh, infrastructure, software, and and general uh, support topics from users uh, for companies that don't have their own IT staff. So that covers everything from simple things like my printer doesn't work all the way to doing the preventative things like what we're talking about today with regards to cybersecurity. Okay, awesome. How did you get into that? Uh, I've been in technology uh, for about 20-something years. Um, I start, got, my, got my start working for a Department of Homeland Security contractor after 9-11. There was a lot of money floating around uh, in, that, uh, in that market space. Um, and then uh, moved on from there uh, and actually ended up at SpaceX. I, I ran IT for uh, SpaceX and McGregor for a few years and then uh, left there and started uh, Kanos. And we are, uh, this is our sixth year of operation. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. congrats on six years yeah. in the business. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, so what kind of, without talking about everything that you'll have there sure. um, and entice people to come tomorrow, what what kind of things can you talk about that you'd be bringing and uh, yeah. how that can help the community? Yeah, I think that uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the discussion topics that we're focusing on are around kind of a more household cybersecurity risks. Um, I think that that's mainly the focus of, of the summit that I can tell anyway. Uh, so sure. we are, uh, you know, we're wanting to talk about things like password management, uh, you know, 
being able to identify a phishing email, um, you know, making sure that people are following best practices from a local uh, security standpoint, and that's you know, using a password manager, not saving your passwords in the web browser, you know, just all these things that we run into that, that our users, the users that we support do every day, uh, that we try to prevent them from doing, <laughs> so, <laughs> or try to educate them so that they don't do those things. So you're saying all of my passwords should not be password, <laughs> and it shouldn't automatically log me in every De time I just Definitely open not. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, so uh, all of the passwords that are stored in Chrome and Firefox uh, specifically can all be very easily reversed, um, and it doesn't even require administrative privileges to do that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So if anyone some, ever gets access to I have some computer, changes to do when I get back to yeah. the office now. <laughs> yeah. So I, the, those, are, those are the kind of things that we're going to focus on. Uh, you know, uh, computer encryption, um, just general, the general public and, you know, the, the citizens of Waco on what their best hygiene is when it comes mm -hmm. to uh, dealing with cybersecurity. Okay. So how often would you say that you have to rescue a company, or not even rescue, but just how frequently are companies attacked by yeah. different means? Every day, every hour, every minute, and every second. I mean, it is, we are constantly under attack. Uh, the part of, or the main part of, of what we do as a technology service provider for businesses is to prevent those tax, uh, attacks from going anywhere. That's by doing uh, not only the basics, like making sure that computers are up to date, they're running the latest version of all the software, uh, that they have a firewall that's protecting them on the outside, but also we have additional things that are more proprietary to help prevent ransomware attacks uh, and to prevent outsiders from being able to get in and uh, take over or even snoop on somebody's internal network. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the uh, ransomware is probably the most obtrusive thing and also the most popular thing that people like to talk about just because of how seemingly easy it is for uh, generally foreign nationals, Russians, Chinese, North Koreans, to infiltrate people's networks uh, because they weren't, they didn't have good cybersecurity hygiene, um, or they had open firewall rules on the outside that allowed them to get in um, and basically wreak havoc. I mean, mm -hmm. they they make all the computers completely unusable, and they just leave a little ransom note and says, you know, send send Bitcoin our way, and we'll give you the encryption keys. <laughs> Pay us, and we'll fix it. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to prevent. I mean, that's okay. we we can do that not only through security and tools, uh, but end user education is the best way to be able to prevent those types of attacks. The best defense is a good offense. You got it. <laughs> My wife loves it when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, why would a business want to contact you guys? Uh, businesses would want to contact us uh, if they're interested in um, securing their network, um, bringing their network, their systems under uh, a proven standard. Uh, so we have a management standard that we operate under. It's a, an MSP framework, so to speak, um, where we come in and we'll take, you know, we'll, we'll analyze their local network, we'll see what they're doing, uh, we'll recommend changes, and we'll go in and implement those. Um, and then we'll also do a lot of things on, on the back end that not only make our jobs a little bit more automated, but provides uh, a lot of 
uh, peace of mind for the business owner and decision makers uh, with regards to backups and like we were talking about before with ransomware prevention, um, obviously antivirus, anti-malware, but really it's the people um, because you know we, we kind of pride ourselves on our techs like the person who's going to be solving that business's problem is the person that's also answering the phone. So we're not having them call in and talk to a dispatcher and then get put into a queue and then wait for a callback or set on hold. Yeah. Generally, our service times are very fast. That's awesome. And it sounds like you're going to be working with one person who, would it be wrong to say they become a part of the company? Like your, oh, your employee yeah. here works for them yes. as a contractor, no, essentially. Absolutely, yeah. We have several clients that whenever they're emailing vendors, they'll copy us and be like, hey, we're talking about this vendor relationship. What do you guys think about it? And it really, it's, it's nice to have that open dialogue with our clients because then we can really come in and say, okay, well, I wouldn't do that for these reasons or that's a great idea. We can certainly support that. You know, it, we, we actually do become basically an employee of our clients that's awesome to have that personal relationship yeah. it sounds like I mean, yeah it sounds like what you were talking about at the beginning where small companies that maybe aren't big enough for an IT department have access to an IT department now. right yeah so. with a with full security stack and a full management stack so um, awesome. yeah that is that is very much the case so we try to make it affordable for small businesses to have enterprise grade uh, cybersecurity and service awesome that's a Cool thing to have here locally. Yeah. Any last thoughts, remarks, or anything no, you can think of? Looking forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Awesome. Same. Well, again, you guys come out and see us tomorrow morning at Knox Hall for the Crime Prevention Summit, the first one ever, and we look forward to seeing you there. Wake OPD on the beat. The heartbeat serving.